0: This is The Shift
1: Podcast. Today on The Shift Daily Podcast, Amazon has a brand new, very weird way for you to use their Alexa Smart AI. Maybe changing the name? Like, if you've got an Alexa in your house, that would be inconvenient. Hey, Alexa, could you uh, bring me some toilet paper? (laughs) And the next thing you know, you've got like pallets of toilet paper showing up from Amazon two days later on your front step. Handy, Andy, he's back. With DIY gardening, new ways to game, and so much more. And on, in case you missed it, Ryan gives us his first Tokyo Olympic rundown with a noticeable sport or lack of sporty music, which was promised, by the way. Please be disappointed, like I was. Plus, are you okay with running? That and so much more on the Shift Daily podcast. It is time for Are You Okay? Are you okay with running? Uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. No, because I always say runners are always running from something. No one ever runs to anything. I'm
2: not running from anything. It's very meditative for me, to be honest. And you know what? I am so ready for a zombie apocalypse because zombies can't move very fast. And I can run like 40 kilometers. I just get far away and get up and You're running from...
1: Now, run. Brendan Kelly uh, does—you'd be surprised—runs, um, never off the same path, but he does run. In I fact, this week he no. ran from his laundry. I do. And he's it, not yes. even wearing a black T-shirt. No, it's red. It's wearing a red. It's beautiful. It's never worn color before. It's weird. I know
2: it's weird.
0: I—I uh, I have probably more pairs of running shoes than Olympic athletes who actually run for a living, but I don't run in them. I just look good in them. (laughs) I don't like running. I hate running. I like sprint. I like fast walking, you know, a little pep in my step, but running. Try to get your hips into it,
1: like those walking.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I let the hips do the work, but I'm not not sprinting. It's all in the hips.
2: Okay, Okay.
1: running, I find dreadful. Yeah. Sorry, Uh, BK, I'll meet you at the bar after
2: it's fine it's a i like it because it's so independent it's a sport i don't have to do with anyone else
1: it's <laughs> a really good point independent okay, so what about respect that what about running on water would you be okay with running on water i don't see how that's possible
2: i i don't possess uh Christ-like policies,
0: Christ-like qualities, Christ-like policy
2: policies, qualities <laughs> is what I meant to say. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> that sounds cool. Um, yeah, you're just not fast enough, I guess. I don't know. I was trying to find a no. way to, to take the take the jeebus off that one, but apparently you're not. So one guy tried to run on water this weekend, and he too does not have Christ-like policies. He failed. Mm. <laughs> uh, he, he washed up in a hamster wheel style watercraft on Saturday after a failed attempt to run up the Atlantic coast for charity. And that's not the first time this has happened. Of course, the unusual hydro bubble craft belongs to Riza Bellucci a 44-year-old man and athlete who built it so he could run across the surface of the water. The craft is a giant metal drum akin to a hamster ball or wheel, and inflatable components on each side, paddles that are powered by the runner inside. And, in case you were wondering, he's from Florida.
2: I'm from the swamps. I play with alligators, turtles, snakes.
1: We love Florida. Bellucci sent love out uh, from Miami last week en route to New York City, but he hit some complications shortly after his launch and ultimately came ashore near St. Augustine, Florida, according to the Flagler County Sheriff's Department.
0: <laughs> Great name.
1: <sighs> the long-distance runner said his latest effort was meant to raise money for various charitable causes, including homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I ran Uh, up the coast. I collected this money for you. Here you go. Have a sandwich. Like, how does that... I don't know. It's weird. Uh, The U.S. Coast Guard and police and fire departments, however, he did not indicate the specific charities in an interview with Fox 35. His first water run ended off the coast of St. Augustine in 2014, where he was rescued after a failed attempt to run to Bermuda.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This guy's insane I love him
1: This time he wanted to stay closer to shore I guess he got smart Coast Guard ultimately fined him $144,000 For the rescue Citing uh, its earlier advice that he not make the journey I think the charity He might have been fundraising for Would have been the payoff The $144,000 fine charity Here's a look into that mess from Vice If you drive a boat Nobody cares nobody did
2: before. Like a hamster inside a wheel, the world-class athlete planned to walk on water more than 1,000 miles from Miami to Bermuda. No one person is going to overcome the ocean. There was only going to be a bad outcome. This is by far the most bizarre case that I was involved with.
3: So, there's no motors. He runs in that thing and powers it from, from, yeah. from
2: here to, Bermuda. Here to Bermuda.
3: Bermuda.
0: I really didn't know if he was going to come home alive or not. They were saying how it costs taxpayer money and the crazy Florida man. I mean, we can't help what people think.
2: You follow your dream. Dream new coming after you.
1: You must follow your
2: dream.
0: Follow your dream.
1: Well, he followed his dream once again. In 2016, Bellucci set out again for Bermuda and got as far as Jupiter, Florida, before he again had to be rescued. The Coast Guard warned him at the time that he could face a $40,000 fine or up to seven years in prison for violating their order not to depart. I'll never give up my dream, he said to Fox 35. They stopped me four or five times, but I never give up.
2: Well, you got to admire that. You know, I will say in the yeah. photographs
0: of bubble one I'm gonna call it and bubble three there is a noticeable improvement in his craft design but the thing is th- this works in a pool as like a you know a nice game to play Sunday all right kids race to the other side of the pool but this is the ocean <laughs> there are tides and waves and there's just no way he's gonna do it ever. I'm sorry. He does not have the Christ like policies necessary to get Definitely not. from Miami <laughs> to New York City.
1: We have some runners on the shift heads here. Do we? Yeah. Jogging every second day, says Trucker Kevin. Good for you. Um, Nate says, so okay with running. I used to do four miles on the treadmill at the gym at work. Hard for a guy who's six foot two and 350 pounds at the time. Wow. Don't run much anymore. But he's a slimmish 290. Good for you, man. 60 pounds. That's like well, two small children. Yeah. You lose.
2: I always had that's trouble amazing. with the treadmills. I never, I could never do the treadmill running. I have to do the outdoor running. I don't know. The, I just, I fall off treadmills, to be honest. <laughs> I had a buddy.
1: He lost so much weight. He literally lost my son. I remember I said to him, I'm like, you literally have lost my son. <laughs> like, that's how much weight you've lost. And not anymore, because no, my son's bigger and heavier, but uh, still. Uh, amazing what some people accomplish with their fitness. So if you, like Nate, have worked hard and done that, good for you. Um, Brennan just runs, man.
2: I just run. I just run. I've never done a full marathon. I want to, but it's almost abusive to the body, to be
1: honest. It is. And you, oh, I mean, yeah. a marathon, you have to follow someone else's path. And yeah. All that.
2: Yeah. And I've done... Tons of halves. I'm fine with the half distance. I actually don't feel too bad after a half, but the full, no, it just,
1: it seems abusive. How long? 42K. 21K for half.
2: Yeah, 21K for half. 42K. So it's about four, uh, someone who runs at my speed would be about four hours worth of running. Just straight through, just running for four hours. does do that mean, sound like the fun? right
0: cause, not just homeless people. You know, a specific organization dedicated to homeless people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I maybe, maybe I, I maybe, but could I actually get my body to the point where I could do a marathon?
2: Oh no, it takes. You yeah. can't just like run. You you need to train for ever and ever and yeah. ever.
1: I'd rather I'd rather start an OnlyFans. The only thing, the only thing wow. missing, I think. Uh, from and Kelly is for him to bring in, introduce and He'll be like, this is my best friend. His name's Lieutenant Dan. Because Forrest Gump also ran and did all kinds of different jobs. I think that's (laughs) where we're going with this. You are basically our very own Forrest Gump. I think I'm (laughs) done running now.
2: I talk a little bit faster, I
1: would say. (laughs) Jenny. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? That name might stick, by the way. Are you okay with going into the why?
0: Depends. I think we've established it's not really my element. However, there is a plan in the works to go camping. Me camping in like a couple of glamping? weeks. Clamp- no, nah, not, no, not glamping? Nah, maybe a little bit of glamping. But I think it'd be nice. I, I, I just kind of want to see all these places where people take the most incredible pictures. I, I want to see it myself, not on all my friends' Instagrams. Hmm.
1: Huh. Well, you can just go. You don't have to camp. You can just rent a helicopter, for example. Fly there. Take a picture. Fly home. Easy.
2: It seems like it would be more expensive than camping. Renting a helicopter? It's true. Yeah.
1: Have you ever bought a tent and a sleeping bag and all the stuff you it, need? It does get know. really expensive. Yeah, I've nice. done a few
2: impromptu camping trips, and then after you're done at the Canadian Tire or wherever you go to get the stuff, it's like it really adds yeah. up.
1: It really does add up. And then you still have to walk there, like that's the craziest thing. At least if you spend the money on a trailer, you just show up and push a button, and it's like, "boop, there it is." You know, the beer's already cold inside, so you got to put your beer in the river and wait for it to get cold. That's not fun. All right, for some people like Ryan, the wild isn't wild; it's home. (laughs) That didn't make sense, or at least their place of work. And sometimes you get unwelcome visitors at your place of work or at home. Here's a look at some bear issues from ABC News. This morning, a heroic rescue in Montana after a terrifying bear encounter. Early Saturday morning, a bear was seeking unsecured food at a Mystic Lake, Montana campsite when the bear reportedly bit a camper. And they have an incredible sense of smell. So they can smell your campsite if there's food in there from over a mile away. And they'll do anything to get to that food. The easier, the better. Too injured to make it all the way down the trail alone, the camper luckily found a runner who sprinted into action, quickly finding cell service and calling 911. The camper evacuated by helicopter to the hospital.
2: See the runner saved the day there.
1: Whoa, it's all connected. Now that sucks, but one guy in Alaska deserves an Oscar for beating a bear, just like Leonardo DiCaprio did. (laughs) 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 oh dear um i think they were wrestling uh oh they were just when you thought that he was gonna make it back to the camp that damn bear gets in the movie he had a very unwelcome visitor during his shift at a remote mining camp in alaska The identified man, who was in his late 50s or early 60s, suffered a leg injury and a bruised torso from his fight with the bear, according to the U.S. Coast Guard helicopter crew who saved him. The Coast Guard officer spotted a help me message scrawled in the roof of the man's small mining shack on July 16th in a chance helicopter flyover during an unrelated mission. They set the helicopter down and discovered the man was injured, sleep deprived, and running out of ammunition to defend himself against the bear. He had a pistol, said the helicopter pilot, Lieutenant Commander Jer Carbiol. He said that the oh, yeah. bear kept coming back uh, every night and he hadn't slept in a few days. Oh, that would be dreadful. The man he had, had wrapped tape. He did, like every night. Every a night. man had wrapped tape around his leg wound and appeared to be coming off an adrenaline high from his battle with the bear, the officers told the Times. He had won, uh, He had been alone in the shack outside Nome, Alaska since July 12th working on a small mining claim in an area with no cell reception. The man only had two rounds left in his pistol pistol, pistol, and likely would not have survived much longer without the rescue, according to a spokesperson for the Coast Guard. Wow. At what point do you go, like, do you use the last bullet to fight off the bear?
0: Oh yeah. If you've survived that long fighting a bear here, here's what would be running in my scenario if i was this guy i've got two rounds left i've got an injured leg and i've successfully beat this bear the two things are i've got two bullets and i only need one to get this bear it's going to be a good shot right number two this is going to be an incredible oscar winning film when my story is told and it needs a good ending that's going to be my motivation to kill that bear
1: not bad right well if you've already gone through that many bullets and it hasn't worked so far. You've got two bullets left. I think you fight one more time, and you save one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. my life. I mean, do you
1: really... Do you want to be lunch?
0: No, I don't want to be lunch. No. For I really? do want an Oscar, though, so...
2: i enough. I'd just run away from the
1: bear. Right.
0: <laughs> you can outrun a bear.
1: Well, you can outrun Ryan, so you'll be fine.
0: Yeah. 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 I would not... Make it
3: long.
1: No. Are you okay? Are you okay with fake ID?
0: I've never had one. I never used one.
1: Your dad's not listening. You're okay.
0: Okay. Seriously. Never had a fake ID. Because it wouldn't work. You should have seen my original ID picture. I looked... 13 years old in it even if it was fake there's no way a bouncer was going to let me in no, no way so,
1: so you are youthful fake, now a youthful yes you have a youthful face thank you and um, very peach fuzzy oh yeah um, how often do you get ID'd
0: uh, it's actually slowed down a lot I would say I get ID'd yeah <sighs> last year it was half the time since the pandemic it's more like three times out of ten no huh.
1: they're just uh, desperate to sell the beer they're which like, oh, honestly
0: honestly i think that's part of it 100 percent. yeah
2: yeah see i've always looked aged like I've, i'm an old soul i've always looked aged so i've never needed a did fake did you ever ID.
1: um did you ever work a job where you made fake id for people brennan <laughs> I can't disclose that. Now can I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well some kids have fake ideas, ideas, IDs most adults don't have fake IDs. This is a bit of an issue in New Jersey right now because the state just unveiled brand new driver's license cards that are really, really bad. Residents are saying the cards look and feel fake, so fake. Those people in New Jersey who can't get a drink at a bar. There are those people so fake those people. Okay. People can't get a drink. It's not working. Here's more from Fox five.
0: The waiter looked at my ID, he was carding everyone and he, he handed it back to me. He's like, Come on, are you serious with this?
1: The Motor Vehicle Commission announced last year and posted to Twitter earlier this month about the license and non-driving ID card changes, a different logo and color and different feel. The reviews have been far from stellar. One user tweeting, quote, It looks bootleg, saying restaurants and bars have denied him. Another wrote it looks fake, claiming they were also denied, and one more added They feel like a business card. Steve agrees.
0: I renewed online and it arrived in the mail and I got it. At first, I thought it was a temporary license. I thought this was, hey, this is what you're going to use in the meantime until your real one comes. But no, it was the real one.
1: (laughs) According to Fox 5, a major reason for the change is that the NJMVC, I'm guessing it's New Jersey Motor Vehicle, Something Nailed has it. stopped issuing licenses for individual agencies, instead doing it at a central location. The M Motor Vehicles, see something, told Fox 5 this allows for enhanced digital technology that improves security, prevents fraud, and protects against identity theft. Unfortunately, it prevents you from getting up here.
0: Like, what do you do in that situation when the guy says, come on, man,
1: and you know it's real? Well, I wouldn't. Uh, my new glasses make me look like the old man from Up, so I'm going to get served no matter what.
0: Oh, that's true. You should just uh, have the theme music playing when you walk in with a couple of balloons.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a good idea. There's my Halloween yeah. costume, clearly.
0: Laura, Laura, and I can bring Cora, the golden retriever, and then oh, I'll bark, just bark. play the kid, and there you go. You got the whole there. ensemble.
1: This is good. Okay, uh, let's go back to the bear conversation because Angel sends in a text. Think about this, Ryan. When you go camping and all your uh, romantic places to get photos for your Instagram account, like an influencer. Absolutely. Angel says bears look at campers and tents like they're soft tacos.
0: <laughs> this is the Shift Podcast.
1: Uh, Mister Disco Pants is here himself, officially in the flesh, digital flesh. Oh, there we go. Hey, hey, hey. Disco Andy is in the house, also known as. Uh, Blueberry Barar. <laughs> That's a new one. All right, just go, Andy, how are you?
3: I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Shane?
1: I'm wonderful. Thank you very much. The, uh, the blueberries, are we dead? Are we alive?
3: Well, the blueberries are dead. Um, we just have not had rain. I have not been watering them. However, I am highly, highly motivated to get this irrigation system, this DIY irrigation system set up. So my blueberry farmer actually told me where to go, this irrigation uh, supply company. And he told me, make sure you talk to this guy. Tell him I sent you. So um, I got a couple of uh, earbud reviews to finish. And once I'm done all these wireless earbud reviews, I'm going straight DIY in the irrigation route. And I'm going to give these blueberry water for next year. I'm not giving up. I'm going to be a micro blueberry farmer one of these days, Shane.
1: Isn't it? Kind of backwards, really, when you think about it, because I get the DIY for the build the irrigation, but wouldn't true blueberry DIY just be watering it yourself? Wouldn't that be DIY?
3: No. See, this is the thing. I love gardening, except I don't like watering plants. My parents are actually visiting my brother and they're out of town and I have to go to to my, my parents' house to water my mom's garden. And I'm telling you, Shane, this is like 25 to 30 minutes of my day Like, I am not retired. Like, I had to set an alarm in my phone to remind myself to go there every day to water her because the last thing I want is for my mom to come back home and all of her plants are dead because her son Andy forgot to water it. And she won't let me set up an automated watering system. You know, I have the plans, but she just actually enjoys that. Whereas I don't, but I do like to grow things. I just don't want to do any watering. So I will build the system, Shane. It's. It's so, it's only a matter of time before this happens.
1: You make it sound like such a burden. How many houses away does your mother live?
3: Oh, well, only a couple of houses away, but like, you know, <laughs> it's the timing. I, I, I have to set like I set a timer on my phone. This is a good trick for everybody. Set a, a a weekly reminder to take your garbage out. That will change your life. And I also did that now for watering plants because I'll forget. My mind goes all over the place, as you know.
1: As I do know, you, uh, I, you can set reminders with some of those home devices. I use the uh, home pods, for example, you can set reminders on there, which is kind of cool. Wake up alarms to music and songs and all those things. Now Amazon has the Alexa, but they're changing it all up. So why don't we use that as our launch pad into, uh, disco Andy's uh, tech geekiness.
3: Well, so a lot of people have these Amazon Echo speakers and the wake word has traditionally been Alexa. Then they allowed you to change it. You could call it Echo. You could call it computer. Um, But now they're going to give you a different name. You're going to be able to call your Amazon Echo device Ziggy. And you'll also be able to change it from a female voice to a masculine sounding voice. So you don't no longer have to call it Alexa. You can now call your Amazon Echo speakers Ziggy. I'm not sure why they use that name because when I think of Ziggy, I think of like Ziggy Marley, not uh, not something else.
1: Ziggy Stardust. Um, So I don't know. Maybe it's one of those words or names that doesn't get confused because every now and then with Siri, uh, you'll say some other word and all of a sudden uh, he'll come on and, and he'll answer you and he'll be like, yes. (laughs) and i'm like oh hey uh, dude not you i have a dude actually
3: that's actually one of the big problems and you know what's interesting is people whose name is alexa man they've had it tough there are kids i've read so many stories of young kids who are getting teased at school because their name is alexa so parents would have to put them into a new school they still get teased parents so frustrated sent their kids to a new school with a new name. They had to change the name because people were getting teased that much. I think thankfully a lot a lot of people are called Ziggy out there. So this is probably a better word. And I hope Amazon has learned that if you're gonna create a wake word for these devices, don't use a common name because there there are ramifications. Now, Shane, here's a, a, a trivia question for you because I know you're in the Apple ecosystem. What oh. is the the assistant's name for Samsung devices,
1: oh, couldn't tell you, um, Sammy.
3: <laughs> it's it's actually Bixby. They, they use really? Bixby. And, um, you know, they, they, again, there's a name that's not really common. I never heard of it before until they announced it. But what's funny is it really not – it's never really caught on like Alexa did with the Amazon speakers and what, how Siri did. The, the other one that they really need to change is Google. Like they just left it to an engineer to just create OK Google or oh, Hey Google. It's
1: so boring. Why, why can't you change yeah. the
3: name for that one? If I – if if Google ever let me change the name, I would call it Buddy because that is the best speaker name. It's like, hey, buddy, what's the time? Or, hey, buddy, set me an alarm for tomorrow. But for some wow. reason, they want, hey, Google, and it doesn't really work for me.
1: Oh, it's so square. You're right. It must have been an engineer who named it. But I have, so mine, my Siri is a dude. I changed the voice to a dude because I always wanted to have a butler. So it makes me feel like I have a butler. So if I could change the name, I would change it to something fancy, like Benjamin, something like that. So when you say the name, he's the butler of rise, That's what I want. I want that. I want this like dripping formal old butler man. I think that's cool. The
3: one that the one that I like is a British female voice. For some reason, I just I, I, I find that to be the best one. I used to have these wireless earbuds, these sports earbuds, and this woman in a British voice would tell me my, my track time as I'm running, like my pace. It was very motivating for some reason. So um, if you are trying to change your Amazon Echo speaker to Ziggy, I do have some bad news. It is not currently in Canada. I was hoping that we could introduce Ziggy to Canada today. I was going to change my speaker and have him talk on the microphone, but they haven't rolled out in Canada. So if you're an early adopter like me, you're going to have to wait a little bit to call your Amazon Echo speaker Ziggy with a male voice
1: all right hear that i want siri to become jeeves hey jeeves turn on the well, coffee you know, pot
3: you make a good point why can't we just create our own names for it you know like they put jeff bezos in space why can't they create a amazon echo speaker where we can create whatever name we want i think that is really what consumers uh would ask for in these smart speakers. <laughs>
1: Um, they put Jeff Bezos in space, and these guys went to like 80,000 feet. Just to be clear, in 1956, there was a plane called the U-2. It was a spy plane, and it would fly at 80,000 feet or 70,000 feet on its own. So they only went 10,000 feet higher than these dudes went in their airplanes 60, 70 years ago. Uh Sidebar. Um I'm sorry, start- right? Like, I mean, come on. You know, we go to the moon, but you can't tell me you can't keep rust off a car for three years? care real. Um, Okay, so now we're talking about privacy. Speaking of Alexa, what's going on there?
3: Yeah, so uh, I don't think this will be a surprise to anybody, but Amazon Alexa allows strangers to eavesdrop, transcribe, and store your private conversations. Now, this isn't just anybody. These are actual Amazon employees. And essentially what they're trying to do is do the what's called supervised machine learning. Because you have all this data coming in, at some point, humans have to check to see if it's working correctly. So what they do is they kind of like randomly just jump into conversations and to see what you've been asking your smart speaker. Now, Amazon is saying that this is completely fine. There's It's completely encrypted. The employees don't know who you are. But for a lot of people, it opens up that big question on, when we talk to these smart speakers and when this 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 voice data gets transcribed and stored into the cloud who owns this data it's our voices shane but it's on amazon servers and so that's a lot of information and that really hasn't been cleared out and there's actually a a class action lawsuit going on with amazon speakers because when they first um released them We didn't really know how they worked. We just thought that the wake word, and then you could um, operate a certain command like play music. Nobody knew that they were actually storing the information. And so this class action lawsuit is taking Amazon to court for that very reason, because we were kind of misled when they first came out. But now Amazon's doing as much as they can to, to, you know, allow us to set our privacy features at which I tried Shane. And if you do, It says that the speaker might not perform as well. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you don't want to have Amazon the ability to listen into your conversations, it will reduce the performance of your smart speaker.
1: Well, isn't that always the catch? And we pay them for it. That's the craziest part. At least with Facebook, it was free okay um video games we've talked about it here before with netflix coming out with video games and and that stuff i mean it goes to show you where how big the market is of video games when everybody wants to get on board and you're talking about everybody wants to get on board
3: yeah the average age of a video gamer is 35 and it's not just men that are playing video games a lot of females out there a lot of girls are growing up playing video games and playing them into their adult lives But the thing is, companies that you would never have thought uh, that would get into video games are now getting into video games. Amazon has put in, you know, they bought Twitch, which is a a, a, it's kind of like Netflix, except you can watch other people play video games. And so they bought Twitch for $1 billion. Uh, They are making their own video game lines. But a lot of different players have tried to succeed in this space. And frankly, have not done well. Google is also having their Google Stadia, which is kind of like a subscription-based video game platform that they're trying to push out when 5G comes out. But what I found really surprising, Shane, was Peloton is also coming out with a game called Lane Break for their bikes and their bike plus. And that's essentially where I think the industry needs to go. We need to gamify fitness because the problem with video games is it's very sedentary. And we already know that obesity is a big problem. And now that video games are taking off, that just means people are gonna be sitting more. So we somehow, Shane, have to combine video games and fitness. I think that would be the winning formula. But then you you have Netflix as well, also trying to get into video games because they are seeing eyeballs move away from traditional content onto the video game platforms. So everybody's trying to get in video games, but really I think it's the one that can solve the fitness problem is the one that will ultimately win out.
1: Can we debate this?
3: Absolutely, of course.
1: I think you have a great idea, but I think you're missing just by a little bit. Um, I think that we tried to gamify video games with the Wii, and when I got my little avatar guy, it made me fatter when I got the Wii scale. So, deterrent. Number two, I think we... I think we don't gamify, we don't gamify fitness so much as we use fitness to charge the gaming device. So you got to ride the bike for x number of minutes. Yeah. If you want to get a half an hour on your PlayStation, you have to charge it um, you know, by riding the bike first. Now that would be cool.
3: You know, years ago, about 10 15 years ago, I tried to hook up my PlayStation to a television, and tried to walk on the treadmill as I played NHL hockey. I thought I had the perfect setup, Shane. And so I got it all set up. I was even walking slow. And I can tell you, you can't do it. You cannot play video games and try to walk at the same time. Uh, The brain just can't, for some reason, cannot handle it. But I like your idea. You have to charge up the device by movement. If we could just flip the script. But somehow, you know, video games are here to stay. But we just got to figure out... Some kind of console, or have a fresh idea that doesn't require VR headsets, because the last thing you want to do is get your sweat on with this VR headset in front of you. But if they can just figure that out, I think you know, video games will will definitely be a hit moving on in the future, especially if they can help you get fit.
1: Yeah, oh, that's a great idea. Okay, uh, phones. We were chatting about this. How do you back up your phone? Um, my daughter has run into that where her cloud is full. Her free iCloud is full and needs to back up her stuff and now put it somewhere so what we're getting scammed into is a um is a recurring cost of nowhere else to put it so we got about a minute here andy what's going on with the phones
3: okay and so you got to go to my website for this solution basically you got a lot of iphone users out there who have photos and videos and they want to back it up without using icloud without getting that subscription Well, you can get this little device from SanDisk. It's called the iExpand Flash Drive. Go to my website, handyandymedia.com. I have it on the blog section, a link where you can buy this. You stick it into the bottom of your phone, move all the photos using the SanDisk app, and then you go to your computer, flip it over with the USB drive, put it into your computer, drag everything over, and ta-da, all your photos are now stored on your computer without the use of iCloud or iTunes. So just go to my website, handyandymedia.com to find the link to buy this. For $50, you can get a 128 gigabyte flash drive that can solve all your photo and video problems.
1: Very cool. And uh, keep copies, put them somewhere safe and all that stuff because my biggest fear is to lose those photos. Um, And you know, if you want to spend more money, you can go... um, I mean, there's all kinds of different ways to do it. Although if you do have a Mac or access to a Mac... It is also very easy, too, but not everybody has that. One of the biggest things that's difficult to do is cross over from the apples to the windows and so on and so forth. Andy Barrar, thank you very much. Good luck with your blueberries, and don't forget to go water your mom's plants. Be a good boy.
3: I will. Thanks, Shane. It's the Shift Podcast. In case you missed it on the
0: radio, here's bleep, boop, bleep, bloop, bloop. McDonald. Oh, no. Do you not have the beep ready? It's a ding. Oh, no. The the ding. The ding. There it is. Oh, no worries. Perfect. All is well. All is well. Gold. I'll give you bronze for that one. Not gold. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, definitely not silver.
0: Definitely not. But it is, it is, the Olympics are happening. I don't know if you, if you knew, if you noticed, but. About it. It's kind of weird. I forgot what it's like to be alive during an Olympics, like just to see every news organization giving updates and seeing these amazing headlines. And I have to say, it's very refreshing to just see some positive news surrounding it because there's been some pretty great stuff for Canada. But I got to say, there are some other amazing stories from around the world. I will be giving you an Olympic rundown. Every night on the shift to give you the latest on the medals, the memories, the moments,
1: and more. Just to be clear, every night on the shift until we go on vacation, then you're on your own.
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) After that, you are going to have to go somewhere else for that information because I cannot and will not provide it for you. So let's get some classic sporty music rolling and let's find out who Canada and the rest of the world are doing
2: mm. in Tokyo. I, I'm just going to uh, point out that you, you never put the music in. I don't have it here, so... Um. What?
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Don't worry, I found this. I can play this. Oh, it's even better. That's right. Olympic. It's the Olympic theme. I want
1: sporty music. I got excited over sporty music. What are you
0: doing? I, I, I have the sporty music. I don't know why I never put it up there. Oh man, wow, he, nailing it in already.
1: If, see, I already got my ding, so you definitely do not get bronze. No, no, one.
0: terrible. Okay, well, let me give you an well, Olympic rundown regardless.
1: Well, wait, let me make fun of you first. <sighs> okay.
0: Ryan. There you go. That's yeah, definitely Ryan brain today. So good news. Canada's actually doing pretty great. <laughs> we, <laughs> we got we got we got ten we're in tenth place currently. Uh, we got one gold medal which is fantastic. Three silver, two bronze for a total of six medals, which is kind of low. But I mean, the rest of the world, it's kind of hard to compete when you hear the totals. In first place currently, we have China. Nine gold medals. China. China five silver seven bronze for 21 they're tied with the states for 21 medals with America they're tied America. but America only has eight gold medals interesting and this this is I think I always cheer for the home team right maybe maybe not Russia during Sochi but uh, Japan.
2: <laughs> they're it's in third place team. when it's convenient
0: yeah. when it's oh, convenient man. japan's in third place they've got eight gold medals most of that is due to the fact that they swept in judo which was really cool to watch i actually have to nice. say judo
1: is very a nice pretty pond, sweet by one. the way sweeping judo oh kick oh a
0: sweeping kick very nice so Not let's a... let's hear more about canada so the the big news of today is that canada won its first ever medal in softball as Canada's women's team defeated Mexico 3-2, to which is amazing. Now, another cool Canadian story. This did not result in a medal, but it is still nonetheless an insane statistic. 14-year-old Summer McIntosh, McIntosh set the Canadian record with her fourth-place finish in the 400-meter freestyle, which is just insane. I don't know if you've ever watched the swimming competitions at the Olympics, but it's just bizarre how much strength they have in their bodies to do what mm-hmm. they do. <laughs> One of the things I find even interesting, the best part of the Olympics by far has been skateboarding. Skateboarding was the most fun to watch the tricks and also the guy who fell off his skateboard and uh, suffered a very embarrassing bonk to the groin area in front of millions of people was just ah, amazing but let's talk about the winners now Canada did not do anything of note in that performance but there are still headlines here nonetheless Mojimi Nishia from Japan wins gold she is 14 years old crazy Reisa Lial. 13. She wins silver. She's from Brazil. She has braces. Someone <laughs> has braces and a silver medal. <laughs> Ooh, I just think that's braces. amazing. She you might actually... braces. No, I know, right? Uh, uh, Moji, um, uh, she does not have braces, but you might actually recognize uh, Reza as uh, the girl who skateboarded in a tutu
1: uh, or a dress. You just
0: a few years ago, you just
1: bailed on pronouncing her name. <laughs> I
0: did absolutely because I re- misread it. Let me try that
1: one more See time. That it, okay, I tried again and I interrupted. So I want you to repeat the other part, M- the seven-year-old part.
0: It's uh momiji, mo, momiji, momiji, nishia, momiji, nishiya. Now,
1: mm. now the the two-two the, okay. the, the part. Can you share the two-two part again? Because I want yes. that to be clear.
0: Thirteen-year-old from Brazil with the braces wins silver. She got, she went viral a few years ago when she was seven for skateboarding Mm -hmm. in like a tutu and doing some insane tricks. It's fantastic. I love it. I remember that. Uh, Yep. Tunisia won a surprise gold medal in swimming. Uh, There's some other kind of a main, there's a math whiz from Austria that used math to win a cycling event. And gold, apparently it's one of the most insane upsets. I need to do more looking into to understand this win. But it's Austria's only medal, and it's kind of crazy. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Canada doing well in swimming, killing it, which is good because that is the event that our athletes can train all year round because it does not rely on the weather.
1: Math to win cycling? hmm
0: Yes, she's a math. She's like a mathematician. Yeah. Nerd! Yeah. With a medal, can't argue. Can't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> can't argue with the results. I love it. So, yep. a check in tomorrow on the shift where I will have sport music that is amazing, and more <laughs> updates, and I will explain how a mathematician won a gold medal.
1: Sure. We'll believe okay, it when we sure. see it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe or maybe I'll just let Chris Gilbert do it because he's actually in Tokyo. Before we hear from him in a moment, Uh, do you guys? uh, It's been a while since we've talked about deep fakes. Deep fakes are cool uh, on surf on face value. (laughs) Face value. Uh, Deep fakes are a technology that people use to put a face onto someone else's body or generate a face using computers. I have a summary of it ready for you that explains it better than I will ever do. But there is a story behind deepfakes that I thought was fascinating. What is the one thing that you are starting to see in big franchise movies more so than ever? De-aging. Think about the Irishman, Star Wars, all of this where film studios want to use the actors that made their franchises big or iconic actors. But they're all in their 70s. You can't expect them to be the, you know, action stars they used to be. Well, now... That might be a thing of the past in a really creepy way. There is a YouTuber. He goes by the name Shamook, And they are probably the most famous deep faker in the world. Because what they do professionally for a living is showcase on YouTube how they put actors' faces on bodies. And they did this with Star Wars. He uh, They changed uh, a scene in the, in the Mandalorian TV show. I'm not going to spoil it putting an actor's face on there. Instead of de-aging, it it didn't look weird at all. It literally looked like that actor was that age in that scene, even though they're in their 60s. It was incredible. Crazy. They did such a good job that Lucasfilm, the guys who make Star Wars, hired him. Wow. That person now has a job. This may be the first instance ever where a film studio has their own professional deep faker. What does that mean for movies? It means that in Indiana Jones 5, for example, maybe we don't even see old Harrison Ford. Maybe we just see Harrison Ford's with a young, completely AI-generated face. Now, how does this work? Before I go any further, here is a fantastic explanation of how this crazy technology works. Programs that generate deepfakes use not one, but two different AIs working together. The first AI will scan many images of the subject to be faked, and then create new, faked images. The second AI will then examine these fakes, and compare them to real images. And if the differences are too stark, the second AI will mark the image as an obvious fake, and tell the first AI. So the first AI takes this information, and continually adjusts the fake images, until the second AI's error rate hits a certain target. That is to
3: say, until the second AI can't tell a fake from the real thing anymore.
1: Clear. As
0: as clear as I can, trust me, possibly make it. I'm fascinated to see how this is used because I'm sure that actors such as Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill would rather voice their own character than have someone younger play them. But at the same time... That prevents us from meeting young new actors that could take up big roles. So do I think this technology being used in film is a cool step forward? Yeah. Just, you know, remember when 3D was everywhere? Every movie was in 3D and we all got so tired of it. We all got tired of the glasses and we all kind of just agreed. Okay, no more 3D. I don't want deep fakes to be like that. I don't want every movie to have a deep fake younger Harrison Ford and then it's all great. And then let's just get a new actor.
1: I don't want that to happen. The question for me is, do they get paid the same way if they make a younger version of them? If they use old footage or anything like that and they process it, do they get paid? I would wonder if it's in the contract right. We own oh. your, we own in regards to this movie. We own your images. We could do what we want with it. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Selling my likeness, man. I mean, we all, it's just crazy. Anyway, that was the tech quickie, by the way, with that great explanation of a very complicated thingamajig. Uh, let's do this one. Let's do the fries. Let's talk about fries. Have you ever gone to McDonald's and accidentally, without any way of preventing it from happening, consumed all of your fries in like 30 seconds?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it just happens, right? You have, it's like movie theater popcorn. You have one and you just don't stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about this situation where you go to McDonald's, you got f- three friends in the car. Anybody want anything? No, I'm good. You order a large fry, gets in the center and all your friends go, hey, can I have one? Can I have one? Yep. And then by the time you get home, they're all gone.
1: Don't share. Yeah. Nope. Don't no. No problem.
0: Right. That yeah. Well, I have no fear. The most useful life hack ever has been unveiled on TikTok. And I'm very happy to share it with you. And thankfully, it does not involve regurgitation. Good morning. I'm Ryan O'Donnell with today's TikTok,
2: TikTok, TikTok breakdown.
0: There is indeed a way to get a refill on fries at McDonald's. No. TikTok user Orlando Johnson shows a hack where all you do is go up to the till with your empty large fry container and simply ask for a refill. No. And it kind of works. Here's the clip.
2: Bro, it's goofy. This man really just walked up there and said, can I get a refill on the fries?
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's it. It worked. Apparently, there is indeed a policy at McDonald's where you can go up to the till and they will give you a free refill on large, keyword large fries. That's amazing. That's life altering. So he he's done this a bunch of times. And here's the even more crazy part. He went to Wendy's and did the exact same thing. And the guy at the till doesn't even hesitate. Just, yeah, man, I got you. Goes up
1: fills it up really yeah Wendy's fries are probably second best so I'd give them that they are
0: second they absolutely are second best I can confirm because I've had Wendy's and McDonald's in the course of three days um it would yeah felt terrible it was tasted great though this is insane this is amazing TikTok has been just a kind of a source for a laugh here or there or to watch a bad dance move this is life-altering stuff The amount of money and regret I could save is amazing. Think (laughs) of all the fries you can eat now without the worry of your friends just gobbling them up. Although the only thing I wonder about is, I feel like not every McDonald's is going to be as chill with this. Have you ever been to a McDonald's where you finish your cup, you finish your drink, and you go up to get a refill, and you just hear from behind the counter, "Hey, no refills." I've had that.
1: No, I've had that.
0: Oh, I've had that. I
1: did spend 19 minutes in the drive-thru last week. You got up to 19 minutes? I know you got up to Mm -hmm. 16, but 19? I got 16, and then I got 12, and then I got 19. No, that's not true. I got 16 in the drive-thru, 19 in the lobby, 12 in the drive-thru. Dude, what time? Like three o'clock, seven thirty in the morning. Like it was, it was like in time when they're supposed to have breakfast ready. I can tell you that much. Oh, oh it's, it's been dreadful. Okay. And it's not every McDonald's; it's just this one by my place. It is just the worst service, and then they always do the same thing, where they're like, "Oh, well, here, here's your drinks. Can you pull into stall two or to the next window and wait, or off to whatever, whatever?" But then they don't actually give you the straws. Drives me crazy. Damn. Mm-hmm. What a world we live in. Stress. Well, that is in case you missed it, without sporty music. Well, Tomorrow old. on the shift Olympic music. we'll have sporty music.
2: Yes. Uh, some very John sporty Williams music. did the Olympic theme. I don't know if it's sporty, but it was brassy.
1: It was very brassy. Yeah. Very brassy.